I'm fascinated with the concept of creating space. For a long time, I've been aware of the benefits of clearing out clutter. But when you add the intention of creating space in your life, you really level up what is possible. In today's episode, I'm going to show you how clearing clutter can help you get a new job, start a new relationship, improve your mental and physical health, and I'm going to give you eight tips that I personally use to help make clearing clutter fun and easy. If you're ready to create space in your life for new possibilities, let's get started. Hello and welcome. Danette here. Thank you for joining me on the Shine First Today podcast. If you're interested in being highly productive without being stressed out and overwhelmed, then you're in the right place. Please consider subscribing so that you can stay informed when we release new episodes like this one. A few years ago, we had decided to sell our longtime residence. My husband is a realtor, and we really felt pressure to make our house staged perfectly. We took everything out of every extra bedroom and put it into storage. It was actually a pretty large storage. And the house looked so good. It was so clean. When people came to look at the house, when we had it listed, they said, do people even live here? Because we had cleared everything. Some interesting things started to happen as a result of having all of our extra stuff out of the house and in storage. The first thing was I didn't have anything to do on the weekends. I didn't have anything calling me to um, fix or to repair or to make or to work on. I was actually a little bit bored. I didn't have any pressure that I should be working on something. As a result of having created all this space and having this free time, on the weekends, we started doing hiking and tiny camping. Tiny camping is what we call fitting whatever we can into our backpacks, throwing them into the car with a cooler and going into the Sierra Nevadas and camp wherever we can camp. And we call that tiny camping. And we had so much fun this particular summer. We hiked or camped every weekend. It was so much fun. It was so great. We really enjoyed it. As a result of all the hiking we were doing, I continued to lose weight. There was one particular trail in June Lake, California, that was really challenging for me. It's about a two-mile hike into Parker Lake. At first, I couldn't do it. We tried three or four times, and I would get as far as I could, and I'd have to turn around and come back. By the end of that summer, I was able to make the hike in about 45 minutes, and we would sometimes even go in the evening because I had so much confidence in what my ability had grown to. I had lost over a total of a two-year period about 50 pounds, and a lot of it had come off in the second half of that time period. What happened next is that the house that we were 
looking to buy was bought by someone else. Ours did not sell. We decided to stay where we were. We ended up bringing everything back from storage and bringing it back into the house. Instead of hiking every weekend, now it was every other weekend or every third weekend because we were making trips back and forth to storage, bringing things back into the house. Now I also had things to do at the house. I had my knitting. I had my sewing. I had my crafts. So I had other things to keep me busy, and I wasn't exercising as much. Eventually, I did gain back all the weight that I had lost during that time period. I always attributed it to the fact that I had an injury, which I did. I hurt my ankle. I wasn't able to walk for a while. But it was when I took a class with Denise Lynn She taught us about the importance of clearing clutter. And I realize now that there could be a correlation between me physically moving all of my things out of the house and putting them in storage and the timing of losing weight at that same time and also bringing everything back into the house and subsequently gaining weight. I wanted to explore that a little more in this episode. The concept of clearing clutter might be really familiar to you, but it's not something that I get really excited about. I don't wake up in the morning and say, oh, let's do some housework, right? Let's clear out some boxes or clear out some storage units. When I think about it in terms of creating space for something, that gets me a little more excited. Clearing clutter has the profound potential to create space in a lot of different areas. Let's talk about four different areas that clearing clutter and creating space can benefit you in your life. Let's first talk about mental space. Clearing out clutter is not only a physical hindrance, it's a mental one. By clearing out the physical reminders of tasks undone or decisions postponed, you can open up mental bandwidth. This newfound clarity can boost productivity, reduce stress, and enhance your ability to think creatively and solve problems. What about bringing in a new relationship? Relationships thrive when there's room to grow. I was at a Celebrate Your Life event a few years ago, and Lisa Williams told a story about the fact that she was ready to embark on a new relationship. She was ready to start dating again and have someone in her life. And she looked around her house and said, I'm going to create space for him here. And she emptied drawers and she cleared out her closet. And she went to Ikea and bought some things that a man might enjoy having around. And she created the space in her home to have this new relationship. And a few weeks later, she started dating and he has ultimately become her husband. So what a cool story that is. How about creating space for a new job? 
Maybe that looks like cleaning up your resume. Clutter can symbolize old business, unfinished business. By clearing it away, you you may find yourself more ready to seize new opportunities. On a deeper level, making space can mean updating your resume, refining your skills, or even refining your professional goals to align with your true aspirations. In essence, clearing clutter is more than just about disposing of possessions. It's about reprioritizing your life and setting the intention of what is truly important and creating the space so that you can do the things that are important to you. Let's talk about some tips that I've put together. Tip number one is start with a vision. What do you want the area or the space to be like when it's done? Sometimes the thought of clearing all of our clutter can be completely overwhelming. So start with being able to visualize the end goal. What is it that you want to achieve? Tip number two is one room at a time. Avoid becoming overwhelmed by just focusing on one room at a time. This way you can see progress quickly and stay focused. Tip number three is the four-box method. In each room that you go into, you're going to designate four boxes. One is for trash, one is to give away or sell, one is to keep, and one is for long-term storage. This will help you sort items quickly, and that alone will help you get the job done faster. Tip number four is to use the one-year rule. If you haven't used something in one year, then it isn't worth hanging on to. I did this last year in February. I know because I marked it the date. I put a bunch of office supplies in boxes and I labeled them February 10th. And if I still haven't needed anything in those boxes by that date, they're all going into the trash. Tip number five is to invest in storage solutions. For the things that you're going to keep long-term, make them organized. Group them together in bins and storage containers. We went to Ikea recently and bought a great storage shelving system with plastic bins so that I could organize all of the projects that I'm working on with my granddaughter. It's been so much fun to have. It looks clean and it's just helping us stay organized. Tip number six is don't forget about your digital clutter. In just thinking about our email, it can be overwhelming. I try to empty out my email inbox. I create folders for different types of emails. I have rules set up so that they automatically go into the appropriate folder. I have a task set up where once a month I go in and I delete my temporary folders. Having that digital clutter is something that I think that more and more we're all faced with. And just set a reminder, set a task to periodically go in and clear that out as much as possible. Tip number seven is regularly mini declutter. Set 15-minute time blocks, so periodically 
at a certain day of the week, at a certain time, you're going to spend just 15 minutes. And whatever gets done in that 15 minute period of time is what gets done. And what you'll find, or what I find, is that once I get started, at the end of the 15 minutes, I am usually pretty into it and want to keep going to finish what I'm working on. Or if I'm bored and I don't want to be there, I did my 15 minutes and I call it and I feel good that I at least did something. Tip number eight is mindful shopping. Be careful about what you're buying, what you're bringing into the house. I have a tendency to buy fabric and yarn when I see it because I love it so much and I like it, but it creates a problem for me because I have so much yarn and so much fabric from prior projects. So be really mindful about what you're shopping for and what you're bringing into the house. My challenge right now is to clear out my art studio. We ultimately did move into another house. And in this house, I have all of my arts and crafts supplies in a lot of different places. I have some things in the garage. I have some things in a guest bedroom closet. And I really need to go through and sort out and clear out these older projects. I once had the idea that for my husband and my sons, that I would make them matching flannel shirts. I bought the pattern, I bought the flannel, and it is still sitting in the bin. And my youngest son is almost 30. This project is never going to happen. Sometimes don't want to start a new project because I have so many of these older UFOs, we call them unfinished objects. I'm not ready to start a new project because I feel the pressure and the pull from these other older things. That's my big project that I'm going to be working on. Please let us know in the comments what area of your life do you want to clear some clutter so that you can create space for something new. If you need inspiration for setting a goal, I will link to our three types of strategic goals planning episode that we did recently. Thank you so much for listening. I hope the rest of your day is amazing and I'll see you in the next episode.